I broke everything. I'm a vampire. Kill me. Kill me. I was a little drunk. Plus, I was horny. Am I getting through to you? Over! <laughs> Welcome to Vampire's Piss, the number one podcast about Nicolas Cage's 80s cult classic, Vampire's Kiss. I'm with my lovely co-host, Cassidy Easton. Hello. And I'm Matt. And it is very early. Once again, we did it at night, and now we're doing this in the morning. That That is right. Yeah, we were up late last night. You know, trying to trying to get into the mind of Peter Lowell, the nocturnal atmosphere. You know, his mindset. Mm-hmm. And I think we're pretty one successful. of these days. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh uh, no, I mean, I'm just. I think just being sleep deprived and like being a little crazy, you know, like that'll really help us get into it. Really figure this yes, guy I, out. I agree. Uh, one of these days, I'm gonna put my couch in the coffin position in the living room and sleep out there. Mm-hmm. And one of these days, I'm just going to do mescaline in the middle of the episode. <laughs> uh, if you're a cop listening to this, this is a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, There's actually no cops <laughs> to listen to our podcast. Yeah, yeah. first off, first order of business. If you're a cop listening to this, <laughs> fucking stop. We don't need your patronage. Mm-hmm. Unless you give us money, then, you know. That, yeah, then, then you're on thin ice. Yeah. But um, we are bribable. Yeah, extremely. Yes. <laughs> we are extremely, extremely bribable. I'm in a very bribable place in my life. Yeah, I don't know if you're surprised, but, you know, doing a podcast where you watch the same shitty vampire movie 52 times, like, it's not the most profitable venture. Mm-hmm. It's, it sustains your soul, but not your bank account. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's good for the mind, not for the wallet. Yeah. <laughs> Is it good um, for the mind? uh this week it was for me i really i really had a grand old time okay i wasn't as into this watch but Mm -hmm. i think that's just because we watched it twice last week so i was feeling a little bit of the burnout i think that's gonna happen with how loosey-goosey our record schedule is because i i feel like sometimes there will be weeks where we'll like record on the weekend and then we'll record on monday so we'll feel like no time went by yeah and then there will be weeks where we record on Monday and then record on that next weekend's weekend. So it'll feel like two weeks gone by. Yeah. You know, we'll roll with it. Mm-hmm. We we adapt. We overcome. We keep it loose on the Vampire's Piss podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, so you, didn't, you didn't enjoy the watch this time? Or you enjoyed it less than uh, normal? I enjoyed it less. I, I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. It was like one of those, like a bit of the in the background kind of watches. I got home kind of late last night. So I was yeah. just kind of, I just put on the first half as I was laying down. And then when I got too tired, I stopped. And then I, Fair. before now, I watched the last 40 minutes mm. this morning. Yeah. 
I uh, I actually watched the movie pretty early in the day yesterday because um, yesterday night was supposed to be the last day that Jordan, friend of the show, is uh, staying with us. Um, so I was like, oh, okay, I got to watch the movie at, right before I like go hang out with them at our friend's place. Yeah. Um, so I was like kind of in a rush. And I realized that I got off work later than I thought. So my watch was uh, very interesting. I watched the movie at two times speed, (laughs) (laughs) cutting it down to a brisk 50 minutes. Mm. Um, And then after that, I found out Jordan's uh, staying with us for like 10 more days. So, yeah. Uh, But even so, yeah, I like. I watch. I first I did that insane watch. Very weird. Very interesting. I really enjoyed what it did to the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we went to our friend's house and like stayed there until like two a.m. in the morning, just hanging out. And one of the things we did while we were there uh, was we watched the movie, the Jack Black movie Bernie, mm-hmm. and that gave me like heart palpitations because. Really? Uh, do you know about the movie Bernie, Matt? I've only ever seen the poster of like Jack Black with a mustache looking mm-hmm. kind of silly. Yeah, so it's a movie based on a true story about this like guy in Texas. He's like a mortician, a happy-go-lucky mortician that everybody loves. You know, loves Jesus, loves uh, little old ladies. He's super nice to everyone in the town. Everyone loves him. And he gets in this like abusive relationship with this one old woman who's like super 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 rich um but she like abuses him by like hoarding his time and being super mean to him and not letting him have friends Uh, and then he kills her uh and then he like tries to hide the body and uh gets caught and then like the whole town is like well he may have killed her but i would acquit him because i love him (laughs) Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, so that that's the premise of Bernie. There is a moment in the movie that literally, like, I freaked out and sent chills up my spine because do you know the you know the um the scene in Vampire's Kiss where uh Alva's taking the subway home? I'm um, sorry, Vampire's Kiss. What is that? I'm not familiar. <laughs> it's a 1988 Nick Cage vehicle. Really? Where yeah, where Nick Cage is really good at acting, and everyone else is also really good at acting. I see. And it's the best movie in the world. Okay, maybe we should make a podcast about this. <laughs> um, but you know that scene I'm talking about, right? Yeah, of course. Where the, the guy in the subway is singing and stuff, and it's like back yeah, and forth. Yeah, he's singing. Him, and him wrecking his apartment. Yeah. So there's a scene. Jack Black sings a lot in this Bernie movie, because he's like, he also like, is the pastor and of like the church and like is leading songs and stuff. Yeah. The singing. singing Yeah. He's like singing all the time and he sings the exact song that that guy on the subway of vampires kiss is singing. And when I recognized that I literally felt like a a chill run up my spine. Mm -hmm. It was so insane. That's crazy. Your body was going back into vampires piss mode. It's like, oh my god, which movie am I watching right now? Yeah, yeah. I was like, holy shit, dude. 
that's that's such a fu- it was a fucked up feeling because I was like I recognize this but only tangentially yeah um I also recognize one of the actors from the evil bong movies it was a little old man whose name was rabbit in those movies mm-hmm. but that's neither here nor there this nice. is that's not what this podcast is about yeah, maybe we will make the evil bong podcast later on oh man I'd be into it I've I've seen a few of them already because mm-hmm. I made a little marathon for myself I've only seen, I think, the kill count for the first one, but yeah, it seems uh, a little stupid. It's extremely stupid. Awesome. That's how I like my movies. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was fun, um, but it's definitely like dumb full moon shit that costs no money. Nice. Um, but anyway, uh, tell me more about your watch before I get into the the hyper mode watch that i that i did all right let's let me let me look at my notes really quick i didn't write a lot me neither but that was because if i took too long to write a note like a whole scene a whole two scenes would go by oh oh yeah that's true that's true yeah i have to make a confession in a few of the past watches as we were nearing closer and closer to the runtime, I would sometimes switch it back to like 1.5 and 2 times speed on my thing. Mm. So I, okay. I understand how it, it can affect the watch a little bit. Yeah. Make it a little yeah. wacky. Mm-hmm. I think this movie would really benefit from having just like a Charlie Chaplin-esque like frame rate, you know? Yeah. That like really cartoony um. looking frame rate. I'm really glad you said that because I want to point something out about this movie. This movie is slow. Yes. The, it never really occurred to me how slow this movie is until I watched it in two times speed because all, everyone in this movie takes like really deliberate action. Yeah. And they take their time doing it. Mm-hmm. And so when it was sped up, I was like, wow, this is really moving right along. But then whenever they would take those slow, deliberate actions, it would like stand out to me. Yeah. And I was like, damn, this movie is really slow. Yeah. Well, you know, the thing about Vampire's Kiss is it's not a movie to just like razzle dazzle you. You know, there's mm-hmm. like, there's purpose. They're like really thinking about it. You know, it's a thinking yeah. man's movie. You know, it's, you just got to kind of sit there and like shut your ass up and just, just listen to the wisdom being imparted on you yeah um, i was or on my watch today i was like noticing how long all the city montages are and yeah although i I, you know i just like new york i like i like seeing all like the Mm -hmm. b-roll i like seeing the sun come up and all the cars and stuff but it does after the the ninth watch it does feel like a little bit of them just like kind of padding out the runtime which is already a pretty long movie so i feel like they don't really need to do that yeah it's uh, yeah, those those shots. It at first I think I was in love with those shots because I miss New York City. Yeah. Um, but now I'm like, all right, there's more to New York City than this, Peter Lowe. You <laughs> fuck. You can't even appreciate the city properly. <laughs> I I believe Viv on our last watch mentioned that it feels like the city is a character. Do you feel like that that's valid and like indicative in all those like little city montages because i feel like the practical use for that probably is just to like pad out the runtime though i don't mean think 
that means that that invalidates it being able to be like a purposeful thing that like makes the city a character you know yes i think the city is a character in this movie but i think it's a like an extra yeah. in a scene right that's what it feels like yeah it's like um yeah whenever we see like new york stuff it's always it's always like as a transition into a different series of scenes mm-hmm. the only time we really see anything new york is when alva's like riding the subway right yeah and when um peter lowe's taking taxis yeah him like manically like screaming on the side of the streets for people to kill him and that he's a vampire though that is yeah. pretty new york though that is also extremely new york i will give it to them yeah but that's those are like the only new york instances i feel uh he had a baguette that he was coming back from i assume a bodega from you know that's pretty Mm -hmm. gonna make Mm -hmm. a sandwich at home that's pretty new york i think famously like in other cities they don't make sandwiches at home you know who knows how they yeah i don't know (laughs) hello fresh who knows yeah uh hey hello fresh sponsor us by the way yeah we're very hungry uh yeah we'll have to start eating pigeons and roaches if you know i mean if you say if like you make us like a proper thing on how to prepare pigeons and roaches in a way that hello fresh mm-hmm. that would be good like i think we'd be down apparently you can fry them roaches i mean i don't know yeah. about pigeon but i, I saw, mean pigeons are I, birds yeah, I mean, I've heard of people eating pigeon yeah. in places in America, so I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Would you break your I... vegetarianism just to eat a pigeon for this podcast? Absolutely, yes. If wow. we if we had somehow arranged a way to eat like a pigeon for the podcast, I'd do it. Right. Not like a live one that's been microwaved like Peter Lowe, but like yeah. a prepared pigeon, I'd eat it. So you don't you don't like it you don't think we could just eat it like sushi you know for the first one you know just kind of well again <laughs> sushi's up. not alive either I don't think well it's not alive but you know I'm just talking about the raw aspect of it mm. you know we're not gonna microwave it it'll be like a little cold True. but maybe we you, could do you it. want like yeah like sashimi pi- yeah I was just about to say <laughs> pigeon sashimi yeah yeah uh, I'd do it yeah so HelloFresh. Grubhub. Uh, Blue Apron. Blue Apron. Shady Pigeon Rescues in New York <laughs> and California. Well, hang on. I don't want New York Pigeon. That'll that'll give me something. That'll give me... That'll I, give smallpox back to the world. I, I think New York Pigeons get a bad rep. Yeah, I mean, they get a bad rep, but I think any animal from New York City... They find they find that scientists found like uh, bacteria growing in New York subways that like are from no known source. Mm. So I think New York pigeons will have some new viruses. Yeah, that, that unknown source get is just all me, just all me, like riding the seven train and stuff. And just <laughs> <everywhere>. <laughs> Sorry to say. <laughs> um it's it's just that it's that it factor you've got (laughs) (laughs) that's very sweet of you to say 
Uh, I care very much for you, Matt, and I appreciate the work you do for the New York subway. <laughs> no problem. And giving New York its diverse um, bacterial culture. I, I'm bringing diversity all over. Not the kind that anyone wants, but the kind <laughs> that they need. <laughs> I'm bringing diversity to the ecosystem. <laughs> <laughs> Word in a PG dish. <laughs> um so was there any were there any other notable um moments in your watch or any um anything that stood out to you whether it be positive or negative um well there, there was you know the month the new york montages but mm-hmm. particularly the retching at the end that he does right before that he like climbs back into the coffin before emilio kills him yeah that retch particularly like I, re- I really like it. It's very visceral. And also just the way it's he so like funny. falls to the ground and like flails into climbing underneath the couch. He, he really skitters on there. He like really skitters under that, that couch. And when he does it in two times speed, holy <laughs> shit, it's awesome. Wonderful. It was, it was like watching a, 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 a frightened spider scuttle under its, into its hole. Mm-hmm. I mean, the physical comedy in this movie is just, like, very solid, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He's doing a lot, and it really it really jumps out at you in, yeah. uh, in two times speed. Yeah. I was being facetious about the Chaplin uh, comparisons, and I feel like mm. I really, like, in his performance, I really do focus on the German expressionism, like, influence from mm-hmm. it. Though I feel like it wouldn't be unreasonable to say that Nicolas Cage is probably influenced by like the comedy of like Buster Keaton and Charlie Chaplin and stuff in his own weird way. Absolutely, yeah. And I feel like he also is aware of that too. Like he would I feel like he would cite them as influences mm-hmm. in some way or another. Yeah. I'd love to see Nicolas Cage, you know, hanging from like a clock tower like by the hands or something like that, you know very precariously like almost to his death but for comedy uh i'm gonna just comb through nick cage movies and see if he he got that in there i'll I'll be watching ghost rider and remember oh yeah he's hanging from a clock rider tower and ghost rider clock rider (laughs) (laughs) it's just like the the buster keaton film but instead uh the clock turns into a tower and flies away or the clock turns into like a fiery rocket and flies away when he becomes ghost rider yeah it's not his most acclaimed movie not nearly as iconic as vampires kiss but not even he went for i've seen it. both of them i haven't i don't think i've seen ghost rider uh i remember liking the second movie because it's a little crazier uh-huh. um and also When he drives other vehicles, they become Ghost Riderified. Oh, that's fun! And there's this point in the movie where he gets behind the wheel of like you know those giant excavators, the like really huge ones that are like the sides of buildings and have the like huge spinning wheel of teeth. Mm -hmm. He gets in one of those, and it like lights up and becomes fiery and the huge spinning wheel of teeth like becomes fiery and he like annihilates all the bad guys that are around him that's pretty sick it's pretty awesome honestly ghost rider 2 
uh underrated movie okay does he ever like go into a forklift or perhaps like a hello kitty tricycle because those two are like i think the ideal vehicles i'd like to see him like punk off fire if i i mean it sounds to me like you're writing the perfect script for ghost rider 3 i mean after we get nicholas cage to discuss his role on his mm-hmm. podcast perhaps i can then pitch it to him afterwards oh absolutely absolutely 100 percent I'd like um, to think that he just kind of takes most of his roles, you know. He's like, you know, I'm an ins- I'm other people's instrument. Like, I will allow mm-hmm. myself to be, to be used because, you know, I'm trying to give back to the world. I mean, I will say it never feels... I, maybe it's because I haven't seen all his really bad movies, mm-hmm. but I feel like he never phones in a performance. I don't think so. Even ones that he's forced to take because he's broke, you yeah. know? I, I mean, I could be wrong, but... I mean, I've yet to see anything where... Mm-hmm. I think he's, like, doing anything but, like... Just Can running on all fours, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He should be in a Lord of the Rings movie. Oh, my God. Yeah, I just, I mean, I just I... want him in, like, all, like, extreme, like, high fantasy concepts and stuff. I think it would really... Just really work Is for he... him. Has he been in that like high fantasy movie before? Uh, the Sorcerer's it's... Apprentice was that high fantasy or was that like Harry Potter modern type fantasy? I feel like that was like Harry Potter, Percy Jackson, like modern type. Thing. Okay. Can you be modern high fantasy? Oh. Oh. Oh no. Sorry, that was Nicholas Cage on the phone, but I don't pick up the phone <laughs> when we're recording, so they'll have to wait. <laughs> yeah he's he knows better than to call us at a time like this jesus (laughs) unprofessional i mean you know not to not to contradict everything that we've been saying for the past 20 minutes um (laughs) yeah damn you're right he needs to be in a high fantasy movie i think yeah i think we're like straying a little bit too far from the actual movie yeah a little little bit um i think i'll take this opportunity then to talk about my hyper mode watch yeah the hyper pop version of vampire's kiss the nightcore vampire's kiss watch yes that's a much better way of saying it thank you um so uh, i was disappointed that on the site that i was watching it on when you turned it on to two times speed Mm. um they didn't have chipmunk voices mm. to make it faster. That'd be pretty It's cool. just fast. I was really hoping. I was really hoping um, that it would be chipmunk voices, mm-hmm. um, but it was not. Um, I... Uh, uh, I wrote... <laughs> I don't know what this means. I wrote... Um, this feels like one of those iPad kid videos. Mm, right, yeah. You, you know those like wretched yeah, those, little videos? Yeah, those that, YouTube like, videos that like look seem mm-hmm. like they're being made by like AI in like a foreign country. Yeah, they like have yeah, they're like they're like Disney children surrounded by that like Spider Man uh, also with like the kitty music in it. 
Yeah, and they're like super fast, and they always have the like l- like fast laughing sound effect, and then it's like the um, extreme the, existential like, horror. Yeah, well, it's because they also have like those weird horror characters in it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, those the the like air horn head guy. Is it Siren and Head? The, Siren Head. That's the one. I've never seen one of these videos where Siren Head is in it, but that's pretty iconic. I mean, I don't seek them out, but yeah. I've seen like them posted on Twitter and Tumblr before, I and see. I watch them, and I'm like, "What the fuck is this?" I think just like when you act, sometimes when you just like accidentally, maybe it's not like this as much anymore. Mm-hmm. But when you accidentally like log into YouTube, like but without logging into your thing, and you're just on the regular one, and you oh, see all the yeah. stuff that like normal people get recommended, mm-hmm. it's some wild shit. It's scary, man. It's crazy that that's like what they start you off with you know yeah um it hasn't happened in a while but it does happen at like my work occasionally because yeah. mm-hmm. uh we we play some fucking banging tunes in the back on youtube right uh but sometimes the account <laughs> will be logged out and yeah. sometimes i'll just be seeing what normal people get recommended and it's uh it's wild I think what's, like, the, the weird, like, uncomfortable, scary thing about it is, like, the inhuman aspect of it, like, how mm-hmm. incomprehensible, and, like, it just seems like a computer-generated mismatch of, like, things just, like, that are popular in culture that would, like, work algorithmically, but Vampire's yeah. Kiss is not one of those things whatsoever. This is an extremely no. movie. Like, I yeah, think it's... when people talk about, like, oh, can AI make art, I think, you know, you really should be comparing, like, well, do we want Spider-Man and Elsa terrible kid-destroying-mind nonsense? Or do you want them to learn about the ABCs? You know? Yeah. With Nicholas it, Yeah, I... Uh, you said Spider-Man and Elsa, and now I, I, it, it destroyed a thought, and I had it in my mind. It wasn't an important one, it's okay. but I, 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 th- I would say I, I, I concur with, uh, with all that. Yeah, you can't, you can't fake this kind of, this kind of movie. No, you can't. You got to do it. It's very authentic. Um, the only other notes I wrote down was what I think is vampire power is. Mm. Um, which is super speed, obviously. Mm, really? When? I mean, it's, he was pretty moving pretty fast. He still wasn't able to catch Alba, though, until that very end. Uh, well, she's built different. Yeah, she she's has super duper speed. <laughs> yeah. Um, she got used to also, it from looking through all those contracts, you know. Yeah, she, she knows how to move quickly. Um. I also wrote down this note, I, which I don't know if anyone will understand this, but have you seen the show Smiling Friends? Only a little bit. I think I saw the first episode and like clips randomly on like Instagram and Twitter. Okay. Um, you know, sometimes in that show, there'll be like a little creature running extremely quickly uh, in the background. No. Are you sure it's there and you're not just seeing something that like is a no. concerning sign of the I, mental damage that watching this movie and over and over again is causing you? <laughs> Does he look like Peter? Y- yes. <laughs> Wait, are you asking me if I dreamed Smiling Friends because of this movie? 
No, I think you, you're hallucinating like little like goblin Peters like running across screens because oh, like well, your, yeah, your brain but is I, starting I, like, yeah. <laughs> I just think like I just your brain chemistry is being rewritten is all. You don't see little guys just running around at the corners of your vision? I mean, I've always seen those, but I think that that's like a different <laughs> thing that's like also concerning that I don't want to unpack right now. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, the note was just that like I thought two kids running on Alba Street looked like like whenever something would run quickly and smiling th- smiling friends. Mm. Um, and that's really all the notes I had. Um, yeah, I thought his vampire power was super speed. Um, and my my standout moment for the movie um, was always whenever he would trash the the apartment. Mm-hmm, in super yeah. speed right <laughs> it was just awesome i was like fuck yeah dude he's really going for right, it he's an animal yeah it's like this is this rules mm-hmm. i feel like i'm watching um like one of those insane like uh like video compilations set to insane songs yeah yeah you know the ones mm-hmm. i'm just imagining like those memes where it's just like weird clips from breaking bad like sped up yeah exactly you know exactly what i'm talking about yes yeah. well now i feel like <laughs> now we have to do different watches on different speeds to see like what's like the superior like way to experience this movie well so i'm glad you said that because after watching the movie at two times speed i I had the thought, I was like, wow, watching it normal for the rest of, or quote unquote, normal speed um, for the rest of this endeavor is going to feel so slow to me Absolutely. because it's literally two times slower than it, the how I watched it last. Yeah. So I thought, well, I have to remedy this. I have to watch it at a quarter speed next time. Yeah. Which would inflate the duration of the movie to like three hours. Yes. I agree. I think um, it's yeah. like that. What's that one movie? I think it's like either French or German about like a woman just like in her house. Oh, has a very long yes. title. It's it's French. It's Jean Dielman at and then an address, a really long address. Yes, it'll be like that, but with this movie <laughs> instead. <laughs> yeah it'll be just like jean dealman <laughs> yeah i mean you know before this movie did not have a criterion release but i think like changing it to mm-hmm. that like the the half yeah. speed cut i think that will really get it there yeah like, the avant-gardeness will like be pushed to where it's like they, we can't ignore this anymore Hmm. i i i will do this three hour marathon one of these weeks just I think we to should like, do it around reset. like 30s 40s Oh, I was just going to do it as soon as possible okay. so I could reset my internal clock because I just watched it where it was like a 50-minute romp. Yeah. And if I if I watch it normal, it's going to feel extremely slow, and I think that will kill me. Mm-hmm. So I need to watch it super slow so yeah. that when I go back into it again, I'm like, ah, oh, this is a breeze, an, a 100-minute breeze. Yeah. I see, I see um, what you mean. That's a, that's, yeah. a, that's a smart idea. 
I but, think I think you got to be careful though switching between like mm-hmm. varying different speeds because I think it will like actually ruin your brain a little bit and like your ability to perceive <laughs> well, time and media and stuff. And... No, I agree. Um, which is why we're gonna take a little breather, or I'm gonna take a little breather, and we're gonna do that idea I texted you. Okay. Um, next week because I don't know how long that idea is going to be relevant. I don't That's know true. if we're gonna be able to trick theaters for a third time. So yeah. I think next week we should do the 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 funny swap yeah okay yeah listeners stay tuned we have a fun surprise next week yes um but yes i'm i'm gonna do i'm gonna be playing with time and it's gonna really mess me up oh yeah it's it's gonna be very i'll be honest i've been like holding back a shit for like the past like five minutes i'm gonna go really quick and then come back okay go for it i'm gonna you can keep that in or like cut it out if you want i don't care it's all good I don't think I cut the last one out, so I'm. Why would I change anything now? Sure. Yeah, we're we're being very raw and honest with you, listeners. Yeah. This is. <laughs> yeah. I'll keep them entertained. Um. Okay, he's gone. I. All right, listeners, just you and me now. Um, we're, we we got to talk about Emilio. I can't. I can't talk about this. Uh, with Matt, but. Um. It's Emilio is for sure sleeping with Dr. Glazer and watching it at two times speed really solidified that for me. Uh, the briefness with which you see him on screen just kind of accentuates the fact that it is definitely him. You see him for less time. Um, he's moving quickly. Uh, he's basically a blur of, of post shower, uh, post shower, um, you know loveliness um and uh yeah it just it's it's his essence just flying across the screen giving her the most tenderest smooch um while peter Lowe is frantically uh trying to reschedule his uh therapy appointment i will say watching a two times speed was also an extremely frantic experience um, that it was, I would highly recommend it. Everything is so frantic and, uh, just bizarre. I'm, I'm really excited and very apprehensive for a slow watch. It will, I think maybe break my mind. I think it's going to be the beginning of breaking my mind. I mean, we've got, we've got a really a special idea, um, cooking for next week's episode, but uh, the the next watch is going to be a weird one, and I'm very excited to do it. And I hope Matt, I hope me and Matt have like time in our schedule where you can watch it relatively at the same time. Um, but yeah, let me see if I had any other notes. Um, let's see. Oh, yeah. Um, no one comes to check on Peter Lowe when he's out of work for like a couple days. No one comes to check in on him. People call him, but nobody actually goes out of their way to go like check in on him, which is a precedent he sets in the office. And it's not a good precedent. I mean, no one should ever be going to someone else's house when they're sick. If, uh, well, I mean, like your job shouldn't be coming to your house if you call a sick day. That's just fucked up. And if they do that, uh 
the authorities must be alerted. Um, but he set that precedent in his office. So, like, people know that he's doing that, and people know that's something they can do. Um, but they don't do it because they're probably decent human beings. And also, um, he uh, he's horrible, and nobody wants to check in on him. So, like, nobody care him, and I noticed that this watch um yeah they uh i i guess someone cares i mean i guess, I guess someone cares he's not showing up to fucking work it's probably the guy in the uh the bathroom who tells him to go to the ladies room and all that but shout out to that guy i mean he he sucks <clears throat> He sucks because, um, oh man, I need to take a drink of water. I'm like withering away like a mummy. Um, this is your this is your cue, hi, uh, listeners. Be stay hydrated. It's very important. Um. What was I saying? <sighs> this always happens in the morning. I'm left to my own devices. And um, I'm very sleep deprived. I was up till like 4 in the morning. For not really any reason. But. Uh, you know. It was fine. Everyone should watch Bernie. Bernie is a good movie. But it's also a very weird movie. Um, like it's shot like a documentary and I cannot stress how much distress it gave me to see Jack Black singing that song from this movie maybe it's a famous song but uh, it's it's just it's just fucked up man it just really Vampire's Kiss is bleeding into my life, and it's going to give me a crisis, I think, if I keep encountering it in the wild. Um, but, you know, that's just the risk you take with, uh, with a show like this. You risk your, uh, your sanity in broad daylight. Or, if you're like me watching Bernie uh, in the dead of night. Um, oh, I hear stirrings. All right. Um, let me see. Let me see if I can find any. Other, let me see if I found any other notes that I. Oh, he's back. Back and better than ever. Hello again. And I am back. Welcome back. I hope you've been keeping our guests entertained this whole time. Yes. I've been saying very astute observations and talking about Bernie and the psychological effects that 
this movie is having on me i see i thought you were talking about bernie sanders for a second i was like oh well (laughs) we can talk about bernie sanders hey we should get bernie sanders on the show i i feel like in his old age he has like a limited time amount to like do a lot of positive and i don't know how high up this would be on his you know what (laughs) that's so true I think yeah, in a way he... some people would think that it'd be like socially irresponsible for us to waste Bernie Sanders time <laughs> in making him both watch and talk about this movie. That's so true. Would that 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 could be considered a crime against humanity if we That's did true. that. How do you think Peter would feel about Bernie Sanders' 2016 run? Mm, Peter strikes me as a staunch libertarian, so I don't think he'd like him. It's true. I feel like more libertarians are like slightly more into Bernie than, you know, like other more corporate kind of Democrats. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like anyone who doesn't understand socialism, which I feel like a lot of libertarians don't, Mm. uh, are frightened by Bernie Sanders and think he's the devil. Right. So So we're saying that Peter is a libertarian, yes. I think he, if not a libertarian, he's definitely frightened by socialism for sure, for sure. Mm, yeah. Doesn't strike me as a, a person for the people, you know. No, not really. That's unfortunate for him. Yeah, I mean. While I was on the toilet, I was just thinking, like. Yeah. Who would have Peter voted for in 2016? Oh, man, that's such a good question. Because, like, I, I could see him voting for Trump, but, like, I don't know if, like, he fully commits to that, you know? I think I think he hates women so much. He does, yeah. So I think he wouldn't have voted for Hillary. Um, I You know what? I got it. You know who he would have voted for? He would have written his name in when he was disqualified. Mm-hmm. Jeb. Jeb. Mm. He would have voted for Jeb. Because that's just the kind of pathetic underdog kind of shit he would do. That's that's so true. And you know, that one extra <laughs> vote would have kept Jeb in the race. <laughs> yeah. He, he could have kept Jeb afloat, but he missed voting day by one day. So jeb's Look. downfall was because of peter lowe that's true. and his incompetence it's yeah actually peter's definitely not registered to vote he like he wouldn't go through all that no he's registered to vote he's just like he doesn't know what day it is and he like forgot <laughs> that it was voting day mm-hmm. and so he came into the polls like the day after and was completely taken aback when mm-hmm. he found that they were closed right and he threw a big tantrum when they wouldn't let him vote anymore huge tantrum invalidated a lot of ballots because he would trash the the like the ballot room yeah and just toss them all over the place mm-hmm. alva on the other hand you know always on time for when she wants to vote Oh yeah, and she knows she knows how to vote smart. She knows how to vote for someone who will have her interests in mind. Definitely, she's very into grassroots politics. Yeah, she, Alva's a Bernie bro for sure. Absolutely. Um, I feel like after the events of this movie, Alva would definitely be like extremely like pro union after this. You know, 
Extremely. Yeah. This shit wouldn't have never flied uh, in a unionized workplace for sure. Maybe that's the social commentary of this movie. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like despite, you know, having like a lot of like very real power structures in this movie, like the social commentary Mm -hmm. in this is like very minimal and like not really there. Yeah. Um, Which it doesn't have to be, but I just think it's interesting that like... I think the scene where, you know, Peter and all, like, the other, like, corporate mm-hmm. white dudes are, like, all laughing yeah. about the, the him trying to assault Alba. And that's really yeah. the only thing that you come close to, like, an American Psycho-esque, like, analysis yeah. of yuppies. Yeah, it, it, it flirts with social commentary, right. but doesn't really do anything with that because after we never see those guys again after that the only time we see one of them is like when he's in the bathroom like uh pretending he can't see himself in the mirror and his boss is like hey dude i'm trying i'm trying to take a shit get out of here go back to the ladies room yeah i think the only real purpose that scene has in the movies to just confirm that peter will not be, be held accountable for any of his actions in the workplace yes yeah which is, you know, which adds to the horror elements of yeah. this movie. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I like that little political tangent we just went on. That was good. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think we're um, almost at like 50 minutes. And I think we can. Yes. I was. Yeah. I was just going to say, do you have any final thoughts? Um, you know, not really this wasn't the freshest watch that i've had yeah you know if i'm being honest you know which is fine you know it's not always going to be that Mm-hmm. we're but gonna I, have some some episodes where it's just a it's just a slog because we've seen this so many times yeah but you know the, the previous watch you know that was probably my favorite watch so yeah you know my, there are the ups one and downs. yeah mine was the, the one before that as well because it really helps to watch this movie with friends like yeah. it really improves the the um the experience yeah. so i'm like a very strong believer that art has its own like contexts and like when mm-hmm. you try to criticize it outside of like the intended way like you kind of miss the point a little bit and like this very much is meant to be watched extremely inebriated with a bunch of friends and like having a good time agreed It'd be great to just, like, see this in the theater, you know, like a midnight screening of it. I'm sure, like, people get wild. Dude, it would be so good. I would really love that. Yeah. If we we ha- we don't have nearly enough pull, but if we yeah. could, like, have our finale episode be, like, <laughs> organized at some theater yeah, with, at with people watching... Yeah, it's Sundance. I mean, hey, I know Eliza. I could, I could see if she's got any pull at Sundance. <laughs> you know, um, we we dream big on this podcast. Yeah, I think it'd be great if like we were able to spearhead like the Sundance like tradition of bringing back old, misunderstood, seemingly shitty cult movies and reanalyzing mm-hmm. them for the high art that they are. Yes, I agree. Starting with Vampire's Kiss. Starting with Vampire's Kiss, naturally. Um, well, uh, the, I think this has been uh, a good episode. Do yeah. you have anything you want to plug, Matt? Do you want to try take a crack at plugging the Twitter again? 
um, sure, yeah, I have a, I have a Twitter now. I, I'll post shit, you know, I, random things, mm-hmm. thoughts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm eventually going to start... I'm seeing some, they're good. Thank you. I'm going to start selling uh, patch jackets and stuff, so I'll probably promote it there, make a separate account that I'll plug. But, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, my account is... Uh, I believe... <laughs> Lowercase x, uppercase x, uh, sexy, spelled S three X, either a Y or an. Let me look. Actually, it's I cannot. Y. I, it's I a had y. to spell it out for the game real, <laughs> or not game real for the website. Yeah. Okay. Here it is. So it's lowercase x, uppercase x, S three X Y underscore devil spelled d3 vil underscore uppercase x lowercase x it's don't you fucking dare misspell it yeah and if you do you will not find them it's true i tried to yeah it doesn't show up no i tried to tag vivian uh in our uh on our twitter yeah, and I had a hard time because I didn't realize how many underscores were in her name. Yeah, she has quite a few underscores in her name. There's a lot, and yeah. I and they blend together. They become a line at a certain point. They do. It's it's very purposeful, though. You know the underscore, mm-hmm. like it's underrated. It's like very well utilized in usernames and stuff. Yeah, I gotta get some of those in in me. Uh, I will plug underscores. I feel like yeah, underscores. Awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna legally put some in my name. Okay. Um, I'm going to plug, uh, because I haven't done it in so long. Uh, this podcast is on Twitter. We are on Twitter. Um, you can find us by probably just Googling vampires piss. Well, probably not. We're not that big yet, but if you Google game reel, game reel cast, game reel pod.com, um, you'll find us. Our, our, uh, our Twitter is game reel pod, uh, is at game reel pod. Um, we used to be game real. We're taking a break from that because I have no time to meticulously edit those shows. But follow us on Twitter if you want, you know, updates on when episodes are released. And uh, we'll probably do announcements whenever we do some silly vampire shit that you can be involved in. I feel like we'll have some audience participation at some point. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah. Go follow at uh, GameRealPod on Twitter. I did Google us, and we do show up. Hell fucking yes, dude. Hell yes. Yeah. You've Googled Vampire's Piss? I, Vampire's Piss podcast. I think if I lessen it, there might be some slightly more obscene uh, <laughs> thing. Yeah, if you... Oh, we're the third thing. We're the third thing. Fuck yeah, dude. All right. Yeah, well, and then a bunch of them are Q&A things about whether or not vampires pee or poof. well uh, we'll tackle that question next time yeah we'll discuss it next episode uh all right well thanks for listening (laughs) i've been cassidy i've been matt all right see you next time bye-bye
Dream of me, my angel.